0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me, as always, is Timothy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Timmy V, the T-man, the V-man, Vergulish, you know. There you go. Yeah. By the way, I was actually, I was trying to remember this the other day. What what, what was it you used to call your, uh, your Halloween parties? Uh... There's something to do with your last name? You, you did like a virgilish pun. Um, well, I don't I
1: don't know. Uh, <laughs> for for Halloween, I I, I don't know if uh, if that's something I did. I haven't done it in a while. Maybe, I, maybe it wasn't Halloween, but you definitely did some sort of horror theme well, thing. The well uh, during the summer, I always do a uh, Jaws giving. Yes, yes. Which is that's a, a holiday uh, I I made up where we celebrate Jaws and we watch. The Jaws movies and other shark-related movies. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I might have done something for <laughs> Halloween, but uh, I don't remember. It's probably been a while You're now. You're you totally did a few years ago. and I can't, mm. It
0: was bugging me. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. So even you don't even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're a horror movie podcast, uh, and we talk <clears> about <throat> horror movies every week. Uh, coming up on this week's show, uh, we've got The Intruder, which is another 2019 release which we missed in theatres. And we're going back to it now, and we're going to talk about that. Um, that said, I'm pretty confident here, because obviously we record episodes in advance, and then sometimes we'll have news, but sometimes we'll record the news, obviously, as it happens, and then insert it into the show. Yep. I'm pretty confident that this will have news. So, first of all, we're going to talk about horror movie news. James Wan has set mm. his next project as a director, and of course... Ooh. We're expecting him to be be on Aquaman 2, but the good news Mm -hmm. for us and for horror fans is that he's actually going to be working on a horror movie next. Um, He's working on an untitled horror film, and the plot is currently under wraps, so there's nothing to actually talk about in terms of Mm -hmm. what the movie is, Uh, but he's attached to produce a couple of horror projects, uh, including the next Mortal Kombat movie, Uh, he's going to be Mm -hmm. producing Conjuring 3, and the I Know What You Did Last Summer TV series, which I think me and Mm -hmm. Tim are going to have to check out when it happens on Amazon. Oh dear lord. Because we're invested (laughs) because at this point we have to do I Always Know What You Did Last Summer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah we do.
0: Yeah we do. Uh, So yeah. So he's making a new horror film uh, for New Line Cinema where where he made the the Conjuring movie. Mm -hmm. So he's staying kind of in house. Um, He's going to co-write the screenplay for it with Ingrid Bisou and the film is expected to shoot in LA this coming fall Um, and uh, uh, Wan's production company Atomic Monster are, are producing as well. So um, he's sneaking out a horror film that will probably come out next year. We don't know what it's called, we don't know what it's about, but it'll be out by the end of next year. I,
1: uh, Dead Silence 2, I'm calling it right now. It's going to be <laughs> a sequel to his, one of his uh, uh, first movies. Great movie. I certainly...
0: Um... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> One, I certainly hope not. Secondly, it's easily his worst movie, so... No, please no, please no. See you and puppets. What is it with you and puppets and dolls and things that are about knee-high and height?
1: <laughs> They're fun. They're tiny. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I do like James Wan, so I, this can be cool. Yeah, it's a little hard to get excited, um, you know, without knowing too much. Uh, I, I don't really care about the stuff he's producing. Like, I don't, it's always, like, what, what is that... Even me, you, you never know like how much involvement they really have. You know that's like, true.
0: That's true. I, I think it's men- worth mentioning just that Conjuring Three is still happening because it's been such a while yeah. now since uh, Conjuring Two, but that was the last horror it's movie true. that Wan yeah. did in twenty sixteen. So um, I'm just happy that he's done a horror movie instead of Aquaman Two next just because I'm more interested <laughs> in Wan doing a horror movie than I am anything else. Sure. Yeah. And the first Aquaman was like <laughs> okay.
1: There was some fun stuff to it. Yeah, I, you know, didn't. Of it as much as some people. Like, it's fine, whatever. I, I guess it fits into that universe <laughs> that uh, they the, kind of established.
0: That, that is a condemnation if I ever heard one. It <laughs> fits into that
1: universe. <laughs> oh, my. It doesn't really feel like, um I mean, it doesn't feel like the Aquaman that I kind of know and love, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I don't know. It could be cool. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll be on one watch. For now, uh, <laughs> on <one laughs> looking <one>. for updates. <laughs> it's filming in LA. Maybe I'll try to get on set. Who knows?
0: We'll see.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, invade the set. Get arrested. Yeah, <laughs> make, make for a good story. So, just on, on me making fun of you for
0: liking dolls and shit. Um, <laughs> Matt wouldn't shop about going to Star Wars Land uh, on the <laughs> Comics Podcast uh, this past week, and Tell I am. I said if I ever come to visit, I'm not going to Star Wars land. I'd rather go to the Brams Museum with Tim than go to Star Wars <laughs> land. And Matt responded with, that's just Tim's living room.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think he's accurate. I imagine lots of Bram, uh paraphernalia around the living uh, oh, yeah, room. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I uh, No, I mean, I, I of course, went to Star Wars Land with Matt, but I I won't get into it. I'm sure he covered it (laughs) thoroughly on the comics podcast, but I will say that I had a fun time.
0: (laughs) He said you were terrible at piloting. That's, That's the one key detail that stuck out to me.
1: I mean that's not true, but I mean we can get into that at <laughs> another time.
0: Yeah, we don't need to. But I don't want to talk about. It. There was a lot of crashing the Falcon. I believe was the 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 phrase I had. Um, and we
1: made it out alive. That's all that counts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up, um, so IFC Films has scooped up the U.S. rights to a film called Swallow, which is the feature debut of Carlo Mirabella Davis. Swallow is described as a feminist horror film with Hailey Bennett and Nilly Droll um the film centers on a pregnant woman who who compulsively begins to eat dangerous objects okay
1: that's like like have you ever watched um you know like those like reality shows like weird obsessions or or whatever like i don't know I, i remember i think there was like one episode with like this woman that was addicted to like eating the stuffing like from her couch Oh. Like she just have, like a hole in her couch, and she just like you know kept ripping, like stuffing oh. out and eating it. <laughs> yeah. surely, uh, surely, we can get you in that show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what weird thing I'm obsessed with, but yeah, Brahms, uh... Brahms, the boy—that's the weird <laughs> thing you're obsessed with. We can get you in that show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I haven't heard anything about this movie or the director, but I mean, already though, that definitely does sound like kind of a. You know, interesting premise. I'd be down for that.
0: Uh, it continues as her husband, played by Austin Stonewell, uh, and his family tighten to exert more control over her, uh, over her life. She is forced to confront the dark secret behind our uncontrollable obsession. So, uh, it's an interesting premise, uh, yep. if nothing else. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, so, it premiered at Tribeca earlier this year, and. Uh, huh? How it's going to be making its way to the audience. Uh, we got a couple of things on It Chapter 2, uh, the first of which is that there's going to be a close to three-hour runtime. Hell yeah. For It Chapter 2. <laughs> I, I'm not excited for that. I, I, this sounds terrible <laughs> to me. Horror movies should hey. not be this long.
1: I mean, uh, hey, it's a long book. Uh, if they're <laughs> just taking their time and adapting and doing it correctly, I'm all for it
0: Uh uh-huh i guess what i'm saying is is that as well i i had some fun with the first movie i didn't love Mm -hmm. it and i certainly didn't love it enough to want a three-hour version of
1: it (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean yeah uh, we'll see (laughs) i'm i'm definitely excited for it i um i mean there's stuff from the book that you know they kind of left out of like the you know the first movie in the miniseries and if this means that um, it's it's so long because they're throwing some of that stuff in. Um, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, again, it, it might be kind of a niche thing though, because it is uh, the stuff I'm hoping for is definitely like very weird and trippy, and I mm-hmm. don't know how you know general <laughs> audiences will react to it. But uh, I, I don't, I'll be down for it. I'm excited. Yeah. So
0: apparently it's two hours and forty-five minutes. The first one was about two hours and fifteen minutes, so it means that if you watch it all together, you'll get a five-hour. Movie essentially.
1: That hey.
0: well, sounds good to me. <laughs> of course it does. Why not? Of course it does. <laughs> and then for a bit a a lighter touch here, uh Alamo Draft House is going to be playing seventeen uh clowns only screenings of it, chapter two. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Which is amusing, especially since when the first one came out, I seem to recall clowns weren't very happy with the
1: film. They they felt it mm-hmm. was being misrepresented. <laughs> Uh, I, I was actually just, that reminds me of, um, uh, I, I was listening to a podcast and they, they're talking about, a, like a tweet someone had or something that was, was funny to me. that was like, uh, uh, I think it was like, oh, uh, you know, usually clowns are, you know, uh, represented as being like fun and happy. So it's interesting to see it take, a you know, uh, new approach <laughs> to clowns, uh, but, uh, I, I thought that was a a funny line. Uh, I I they keep saying that they're supposed to open up an Alamo Draft House uh, in I do A. I don't I don't know what the status of that is, but I, I would love to go. Um, I, w- I went there once uh, w- when me and my friend visited Texas. Uh, we saw Inglorious Bastards uh, when it came out, yeah. and uh, it was a fun time. It's a it's a good place to go. Yeah, uh, you know, I like that they uh, you know they seem to you know uh, care about movies. <laughs> And stuff there. So, it's always nice. It's always nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so next up, uh, the Purge. You know, one of our favorites, our favorite franchise. Which, for it. the record, we've still, <laughs> we still haven't done the fourth movie, which maybe tells you exactly how much we care about uh, getting back to uh, the Purge. But oh, yeah. I did see it. But <laughs> you did see it. Oh record. my. Yeah. Um, I have not yeah. seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do not know how the first Purge went down. So <laughs> I, th- I think I'm okay with that. Uh, but the Purge Five. Uh, I didn't is, watch the
1: TV oh, show though.
0: Oh, neither have I. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the movies are okay. I, I can't imagine wanting to watch a ten-hour yeah. version of one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems a little tough. Um, yeah, no, I, I I would say that I do like the Purge, uh, as a whole. But yeah, I'm not in love with it. It's yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's okay. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I never really feel the need to rush out and you know mm-hmm. shout it from the rooftops.
0: Yeah, so uh, we got a director for uh, uh for the next one that is uh, the Purge Five mm-hmm. uh. Everado Gout, um, who worked on Nat Geo's Mars, so it's very rare that I read the director's credit <laughs> for a movie, and it's like National Geographic Channel. Um, right. So he's going to direct it, and uh, James Demonico, De who who wrote and directed most of the other ones, is still going to be writing the new one. Uh, it's coming out
1: in summer twenty twenty. So, oh, well, we wish them all the luck, and you know, of course, uh, if they're still deciding where to shoot, uh, I would implore them to you know, uh, go back and shoot some scenes in uh, Woonsocket, Rhode Island, uh, my hometown growing up, much like they did for the uh, Third Purge movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming quite the quite the little Hollywood, uh, you know, uh, I, I would call it the Hollywood of the East Coast now. They, they filmed uh, The Purge there and uh, also uh, some of uh, AMC's classic television series Nosferatu as well
0: one TV show and one movie and you're calling it the East Coast Hollywood
1: alright Pete if you want to know what my high school looks looks like you can go watch uh, Nosferatu you'll see it hey Tim This might shock you
0: Mm -hmm. I don't care what your high school look like (laughs) blasphemy why are you concerned with what mine look like I'll get you a photo if you really want one Pete I know you didn't go to high school (laughs) don't even joke (laughs) Oh, dude. <laughs> Next up, Indian filmmakers Zoya Akhtar, uh, Anurag Kashyap, Karen Johar, and Debaker Baj- Banerjee. Uh, apologies if I mispronounced any of those names. Uh, they are coming together uh, for a new Netflix anthology. Uh, they did one already called Lust Stories, but they're doing one now called Ghost Stories. It's a horror anthology that will mm-hmm. include four short horror films. And I wasn't actually sure when I first read this if it, if it meant like a, a short series of flick films as opposed mm-hmm. to like one anthology movie, but it does say that they will uh, all be tied together with a, with an ending. So that's a movie, okay. that's a it's an anthology movie. Uh, mm. So they're going to start shooting this month. Uh, there you go. Okay, that's coming. So Netflix doing horror anthology called
1: Ghost Stories. I'm down. Netflix has never put out a bad product, so I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: dear I love the idea that someone watching this is the first episode and they're not used to your sarcasm <laughs> yet they're not used to your your brand of humour and they took what you just said as dead serious mm, well buckle up baby in <laughs> for a ride <laughs> uh, next up uh, Adam uh, Robitel who directed Escape Room Taken of Deborah Logan and Insidious oh. The Last Key um, oh. why did you sound positive with that noise? <laughs> Well, those are all movies I've seen. <laughs> I'm excited because I've seen these movies.
1: Yeah.
0: The fact that the, the fact that the two that I've seen are, are suck means nothing. Well, I mean, it sucks a bit harsh, but like you know, Escape Room and Last Key were were not great. They're fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they were I mean, mediocre
0: no, they, with the odd little moment of yeah.
1: fun. Um, th- they're nothing to write home about, but I d- I thought they were definitely watchable, <laughs> which is good. Mm. <laughs> Well apparently he's working on
0: Escape Room too, but uh, the news here oh. is that uh, Sam Raimi is producing an untitled supernatural uh. thriller for Sony which this dude is going to direct um, oh. so it's going to be directed by Robert Ullworth and written by Gavin uh, Heffernan uh, and it's only known as a supernatural thriller at this point so the story's been kept tight-lipped, we don't know what it's about um, but seemed worth mentioning given that this seems to be one of the directors who's done horror movies now, since since his entire career so far has been horror movies yep
1: so yeah i uh sam raimi's producing uh consider me interested and (laughs) oh because yeah
0: because raimi's never produced crap
1: (laughs) (laughs) what does he produce that's bad ghost house pictures has done tons of stuff and i'm sure some of it's been really bad i refuse to believe it and raimi listen if uh if you want to prove us wrong you can dm us uh, (laughs) let us know what the movie is about (laughs) i love uh you know tell you what i'd love a free trip uh to set
0: Right, I have got a list up of Ghost House Pictures <laughs> films, right? The films they've produced. Okay. The first one they ever did was the Grudge remake, which does not bad, right? Yeah, it's good. Know. I don't say too much yeah. about that. Uh, Michelle Gellar. From, <laughs> from the hit television show, Buffer the Vampire Slayer. Also oh, starred Cleo DeVal from the hit television show, Buffer the Vampire Slayer. Also starred Jason Bear, I think his name is. <laughs> Anthony head <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that. the dude was also on Roswell he was in one episode of the hit television show Buffy the vampire slayer he was oh, in like okay. to me so there's Steve Buffy stars in that movie just three okay. three stars go. of playtime all right um the hell is that that was that was kind of meant to be Macho Man from the first Spider-Man oh. movie also directed by Sam Raimi. Uh it's relevant to the conversation oh, okay. so uh, in t- 2005 they did Boogeyman which I've never seen but it looked garbage.
1: You know, I, I did see it, and you know, what I'll say is uh, it's great. <laughs> the Grudge Two? <laughs> great. No, it wasn't.
0: <laughs> it was no. I don't even remember the Grudge Two. The American. I remember the third one. I don't remember the second one. We, we reviewed the second one. I don't remember.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the third one was in the apartment building. I don't remember what the second <laughs> one was. Uh, and after that, they had the Messengers by the Pine Brothers. They had Rise Blood Hunter. Uh, Good. They 30 days a night, which I've never seen I know other people have talked about it. Boogeyman okay.
1: 2 like, Oh, that one's classic Boogeyman 3 Oh, nice Yeah, <laughs> completing the trilogy
0: The Grudge 3 Nice you, you, you like this one, Drag Me to Hell
1: Oh, hell yeah I'm
0: not that <laughs> keen on it, but I know, I know you like that I, yeah. I wouldn't make fun. Messengers 2, The Scarecrow nice yeah do you that know what good. do you know what messengers i had never heard of before and it's so forgettable that when i read messengers 2 i had to look up again and check that i already read a movie called <laughs> the messengers on the list but sure enough it's there um 30 days of night dark days that's a horrible Fantastic. subtitle that's a horrible mm-hmm. subtitle for for that movie mm-hmm. to uh, be fair,
1: there's a comic book uh 30 days of night comic book called dark days so
0: I just call it 30 Days a Night, Colon Dark Days just feels really clunky to me because you've, you've got days again mm-hmm. in both. That's fair. <laughs> it's, just cl- it's just a clunky title. Um, but, see, if they just called it 30 Dark Days or something like that and it was like, you know, it was like a similar mm-hmm. title to the first one, I'd be fine with it. But because it's the, the full title, then Colon Dark Days, I don't, I don't like it. Anyway, 2012, mm-hmm. The Possession. Good. Oh, finally, a really good movie, The Evil Dead reboot. I'll give them this one. There you go. That movie's yeah. great. Uh, the poltergeist remake yeah it's not bad it was terrible <laughs> oh i'll give them i'll give them uh, don't breathe okay so they're getting better here towards the <laughs> evil dead remake and don't breathe are both really really good uh and i've not seen crawl yet which is the next one but uh, i'm mm. looking forward to
1: it yeah i haven't seen it either but i've heard good things so i'd say they're you know and i don't know much about sports but banning a thousand <laughs> i think is a good term <laughs> I think that's Oh what come they on! Do. The, the
0: first like twelve years of their existence was almost nothing but garbage. Well, yeah, so were yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I've had more years since though to prove my worth. Whereas they've they've got a few goodies in the in the in the tank. Uh, mm-hmm. The next thing they've officially got going is the the second Grudge
1: remake <laughs> for twenty twenty. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: They've came full circle. They've came full circle. <laughs>
1: I, I'm so confused about that. Is, that. is it a TV show or is it going to be a TV show and a movie? No, it's is, a movie. Is, that, is a movie really happening? Because they said they're also doing like a Netflix show too. There's definitely a movie. And
0: notably though, it's not called The Grudge. It's just called Grudge. Oh, okay.
1: Hmm.
0: This, this is their Fast and Furious.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll be there opening day, I'm sure.
0: I can't wait for the uh, Christopher Nolan, like Christian Bale uh, reunion Batman movie that's just called Dark Knight. (laughs) You know, 20 years later, Dark Knight.
1: Sure. (laughs) I'll be
0: there. Oh, dear. Eventually, they've actually got a sub uh, company called Ghost Ghost House Underground,
1: (laughs) which has lots of things you've never heard of. We need to (laughs) calm down with the companies here. (laughs) I wasn't going to read them. I was just... No, I, I mean, the these companies within companies need to... Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like...
0: <laughs> they've also done five TV shows, for the record. Mm. Devil's Trade, 30 Days of Night, Blood Trials, 30 Days of Night, Dusty Dust, 13, Fear is Real, and
1: Zombie Roadkill. <laughs> I don't think... These these aren't TV shows. These have to be, like, web shorts or something. What's Blood Trails? An
0: American seven-part horror miniseries that was released on Fearnet.com. Hey, look at you? Oh, you. There think? you go. You cannot write. You cannot write. <laughs> okay. With that said, let's move on to the trailers we've got to talk about this week. Uh, of course, the big one, uh, mm-hmm. I think, for us this week was the Lighthouse, which is Robert Eggers' next mm-hmm. film. He, of course, directed The Witch. Um, mm-hmm. And we're not talking about Willow Rosenberg from the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So we're talking about the film, the Vivich, if you if you will. Um,
1: yeah, but okay. <laughs> it took me a second i was like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> all clicked in place that was a beautiful reference <laughs> what did you think of the trailer Tubby?
1: oh yeah i thought it was absolutely stunning i um you know i was very excited for this movie you know he i ab- absolutely love the witch i think it's you know a modern horror masterpiece i was really on board for whatever he's gonna do next and then you know we start getting little details um And, I mean, I still don't really know much uh, about the movie, like, you know, plot-wise and stuff. But just the, uh, you know, people involved in some, like, you know, uh, I I think, you know, I think, like, some people have seen it now and been saying good things. But, uh, yeah, I I was already really on board. And then watching the trailer, it's just, like, skyrocketed, like, how my excitement for this movie. It Mm -hmm. looks phenomenal. It, like, the way he's able to capture just, um, you know, it, it just feels like an old you know, black and white horror movie like so well
0: done. Well,
1: and... well, what's one of what's one of the key things that
0: he's done to make it feel like an old black and white horror movie, Tim? What's one of the key things that's achieved that feeling?
1: Uh, it's in black and white. It's <laughs> in black and white, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like even like you know, just like the like the sound quality and, and everything of it, just like it feels so of its time uh, that it's just. It, it looks what do, you mean, I, what do you mean of it's time it's time is our time well like, well like i mean obviously like you know it seems like they're trying to you know do a, you know like old you know black and white movie like you know it feels <laughs> yeah, it, like something like uh something from the past that i don't know yeah it, it wants
0: to feel like it's from when it's set yeah that's what it wants which to feel am, like
1: which seems like you know that's kind of like his mo like you know the witch felt you know very authentic to that
0: Time oh, yeah. period, yeah.
1: obviously, they didn't have
0: movies back then, but yeah, I was gonna say, Tim, when I was watching the watch, I felt like, yeah, this is exactly what a movie from
1: 1765 felt like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, it, it like everything was very, like, period accurate, and you know, it looked uh, like what I imagine that time period would look like.
0: Yeah. For, for the record, uh, this movie's set in the 1890s, so I mean, technically, okay. the first click motion picture camera what did exist in 1890. Um, but I mean, you know, this is this is the earliest earliest days of cinema for for going by that. I, no, it's in four by three, it's in black and white. Uh, my art house boner was was raging strong uh, throughout throughout this trailer. It's I mean I couldn't tell you what it's about based on the trailer outside of just two guys in a lighthouse seemingly going crazy. <laughs> I mean that's all I've got for you.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, obviously you know um, Defoe and Patterson are two like amazing actors uh, and. But I mean, especially that like one line from, you know, uh, Defoe at the end uh, was just like, "Yo, how long have we been in this lighthouse?" Like three weeks, two days. Like uh, I don't know, just the uh, idea of like playing with like you know uh, craziness and paranoia and instability. Like has me like really excited, like seeing how these two people are gonna, you know, react and play off each other. And then you get little glimpses of like monstrous stuff. So. Taking no. off all my
0: boxes. I want to. It. Uh, I assume you are into this because you find it very relatable. Uh, no doubt. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just check it. I live in a lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I was talking about the instability and the paranoia and craziness. Uh, oh sure. Your mental yeah. state more than more than physical yeah. locale, but uh, yeah. no, I am. Um, i i'm digging the feeling of this i think it feels very unique which is i mean for me like there's not a lot of plot in this it's mostly just about setting what the tone of the movie is going to be and for horror mm-hmm. movies especially i i think the tone is the most important part like ultimately mm-hmm. i don't really want to know a whole lot about a movie before i walk, go and see it but i just want to know what it's going to feel like and this movie this this trailer give me a sense of this is going to feel like this um yeah and obviously i, I imagine like mainstream audiences are going to look at this trailer and go oh black and white what this sure. looks boring, you know, but I think for the rest of us, for us horror aficionados, if you will, um a bit more intriguing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine, like, you know, I, I think there's a lot of, you know, probably more casual people that watch The Witch and were like, oh, this is so slow. <laughs> you know, I, I hate this or whatever. So, uh, you know, it, I'm sure it's not going to be for everyone, but I think, you know, for the people that you know do appreciate uh you know stuff like craft and tone and uh you know a slow burn that it, it's just going to be like you know candy so
0: it's <laughs> going to be like candy. what what like candy, candy. <laughs> Like what, a sweet treat <laughs> what what candy would you uh refer to as a slow burn
1: uh i guess a butterfinger
0: Really, a butter? Yeah, butterfinger. I I feel like candy's more you of a it. quick fix to me.
1: Well, I, I I said butterfinger because it gets like stuck in your teeth, so it'll okay. be with you for a while.
0: <laughs> um, sure, sure. I'm not gonna dig a pick apart your uh, analogy too much because I feel it like we'll be here all day. Um, uh, so no, uh, the lighthouse looks really good. Um, we got a trailer for uh the Furies, uh, which is a film. Uh, so, Kayla and her best friend are abducted and dumped in the middle of nowhere. Together with six other women, they are unwilling participants in a deadly game. A game that can only have one winner. What will they do to survive? And in the trailer, you essentially get the idea that there's eight different like slasher killers running around in mm-hmm. this forest with them or in this island or wherever they are. Um, and it looks like a really fun premise. I mean, I the, th- the thing that stuck out to me about this teaser trailer, because it's only about a minute long, is... Every, every single scene seemed to be in broad daylight which I thought was a really odd choice for for something that's doing a play on the slasher movie kind of tropes mm-hmm. um how did you feel Tim mm-hmm.
1: uh, I actually was surprised I, th- I thought it looked pretty good uh I- I'd never heard of this before I-, I think I heard the name tossed around but I didn't know many uh details um but hey it looked good like it looks a uh, low budget but in like a a good way <laughs> like a-, a way that uh I, I like um, and, uh, I mean, the, you know, kind of like mass killers, uh, you know, I think have like cool designs. It looks like there'll be some like cool kills. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm sold on the story, uh, cause I mean, obviously, you know, we're not, it's not, you know, we get a whole ton of it, so we don't really know exactly what's going on, but like, I, and I feel like this whole angle of like, uh, like hunting, you know, people for entertainment, I feel like it's something that's kind of do i don't know, been done. <clears throat> like a... What's What's funny is that this very week there was a trailer from Bloomhouse uh, for
0: The Hunt, which oh, yeah. is kind <laughs> of a similar idea. And the reason why we're not talking about that trailer is because I wouldn't call it a horror movie. That That one's definitely playing it more of an action movie. Um yeah. Than Than this is.
1: Yeah, but I, yeah, uh, that's a good example. And then uh, I mean, there's other things you know we can kind of go back, uh, you know, with. Uh, I mean, even like as far back as something like you know, Cabin in the Woods, just like the idea of where you have you know, a room of people watching like, you know, like almost like a real life horror movie on like computer screens and stuff. I just feel like we've seen a lot of it, uh, you know, over the last couple of years. And it doesn't mean there's not room for an original idea with it. Like it's not, you know, I'm always willing to be surprised or even if it's not original as long as it's done well, fine. But um, it's not a a concept that seems like super unique to me anymore. But I mean, hey, if it's still well done, that's, you know, I can't argue.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to live up to Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is a phenomenal (laughs) film, Um, but I mean, I'm I'm intrigued with the. I think the fact that they're they're we're running around, we've got like a pig head serial killer, we've got another dude who's got like Mm -hmm. a weird kind of like melted looking face. Like, it it could 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 be good fun. Like, it just it just depends like how cheap does it feel when when you're watching it. Mm. Um, that does it. Is it is it got a good pacing? Got a good good structure to it? Because uh, these are things which might not sound like they're a big deal in, in a slasher movie. They actually kind of are. Like, those are the kind of things that really make or break it often is, like, uh, how, how it paces out everything. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, so, that's the Furies. Uh, next up, we got a trailer for Satanic Panic, which is actually not too far away. Um, it's hitting VOD next month. So, uh, Hayley Griffith stars as a piece of delivery girl who has to fight for her life and her tips. When her last order of the night turns out to be... uh... I'm not sure what that word is. I'm just going to skip it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Bowie. Or is it bougie? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I would imagine bougie. Uh, I don't know, but...
0: Yeah. High, high Society mm. Satanists uh, in need of a virgin mm. sacrifice. That, that's what she stumbles into. Um, Rebecca uh Romgen- Oh, I thought I recognised her. Uh, Rebecca Romjan stars as uh, uh, Danica? Danisa? Oh, What's the weird name? Um, <laughs> leader of a cult with uh, a Arden uh, Mirren appearing as cultish mm. gypsy. Uh, and Danica's right-hand woman. Uh, so, yeah, I thought I recognised her. That, that's uh, the woman who played the mystique in the original three X-Men
1: movies, if you weren't familiar yeah. with her. And yeah, um, she used to be married to John Stamos.
0: Uh, is that right? That's uh, news to me, yeah. but yeah, uh, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> um, so, get on your celebrity soul- gossip.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, this yeah. is um a horror comedy, so this is definitely a horror comedy, mm-hmm. and it's uh, appears to be the shenanigans of trying to avoid this cult who are trying to sacrifice her, uh, and she seems to get out of the house, and is hiding around the neighborhood and runs into other people uh, who may or may not try and help her and, and so on and so on. Uh, what did you think of the trailer Timmy? Uh,
1: so I, I'm I'm actually really excited for this movie. There's a, a lot of people involved in it that I really like. Uh, I believe this was written by Grady Hendricks, who is just like a really fantastic um, horror writer. Uh, I would highly, highly recommend his books. Uh, My best friend's exorcism, uh horror store, uh the uh, uh uh we sold our souls uh, and um highly highly recommend uh uh paperbacks from hell it's like one of my favorite books it's just it's like a chronicling of all like the really crazy like cheap uh you know horror paperbacks from like you know the 60s to 80s or whatever but a really really good read um and then uh, i believe the director uh is Chelsea Stardust i think who, uh, i believe uh, that's correct yep so, uh, I, I know like we we kind of stopped doing the um uh that Hulu series into, into the dark or whatever, uh, but uh, I, I have uh kept watching them and whew, they're they're really really bad, but I will say uh, Chelsea Stardust uh, did one that was actually probably uh the best one, uh, and I uh, might even uh, recommend uh, checking it out it's a it was the the Mother's Day one uh, I believe and is really interesting and it stars the uh, uh, the guy from uh, uh, happy death day uh, okay much much much, much different role. Uh, but I, I would actually recommend you check that out, Pete. You might like it. Uh, I, I forget what it's called, but it's whatever the Mother's Day It's, it's interesting
0: uh, that you've kept watching them. You know, I mean, not not once have you ever kept me said, oh, we should probably go back and keep doing those because I've been watching them. <laughs> but apparently, they've just been so bad, like, no, 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 that's not the other way
1: to talk about them. Well, see, well, the, the thing is, though, so if, if we're doing it for an episode, then I'd have to pay attention to them. Sure. Which <laughs> that, <laughs> that might be a little tough. Uh, yeah, I get you. But, yeah uh so i i'm actually so i like the talent involved so i am excited for this and of course you know i love a uh pizza delivery story uh of course if you want the
0: hey tim i i just feel like i've been burned because slice last year was terrible and i'm a little bit worried that this is going to be another slice i'm a little bit worried about that
1: Well, okay, so to be fair, yeah, Slice was bad, but you haven't read uh, the newest issue of Goatman, which (laughs) is about uh, mysterious pizza delivery men that are disappearing uh, and that Goatman has to investigate. So I, I would recommend checking that out um where can people but... order that comic tim <laughs> uh i'm trying to put like a site together uh to make it easier for people but in the meantime you can just uh like dm me on twitter or facebook or whatever and uh, i'll be more than happy to <laughs> set it up uh as, as soon as i figure out how to make a website i will though So hopefully <laughs> that's coming soon uh but uh, no the it's uh so i i was excited uh, after watching the trailer i don't i don't want to say i'm not excited but the the trailer didn't like you know scream to me like oh my god i gotta see this like i i, I do think it will be good but i don't know i, I think like comedy trailers are just so like the, the, everything is the same it's always like you know like just like ooh, punchline punchline like you know record scratch what like you know oh man you gotta deliver pizza to satanist like you know oh, punch in the face like i don't know comedy trailers are just so bad <clears throat>
0: Um, <laughs> I did. I, didn't, I, see it. <laughs> I did not. Um, oh, I forget his name from Scream Two and Sliders.
1: Oh, Ge- Jerry O'Connell.
0: Jerry O'Connell, yes. Yeah. Also the voice of Superman and a lot of recent animated stuff. Um oh, okay. uh, I did. I did get a chuckle at him trying to save her by saying, "Well, if you're not a virgin by by midnight, then yeah. they can't sacrifice you." And then he licks her in the face. I yeah. got a, a slightly dark chuckle out of that uh, because it was yeah.
1: so over the top, but. Um, I, I do think the jokes are good. I just think there's something about the way they cut comedy trailers that are, just, I don't know, just yeah, don't I do agree. I, for me. I have to admit, I, I,
0: when I first read about this movie, description for it, you know, months ago, um, I thought it sounded really fun. The trailer is not kind of up to the standard that I had in my head for what I was expecting, or at least hoping yeah. for. And it may just be it's a poorly cut trailer, it may just be that, but I just, I don't know. I, I think... I think i was just like i want the, i want this to be made in the 80s i want this to be something that was sure. made 30 years ago uh yeah and i have just discovered as opposed to be made now but that doesn't mean it won't be great it might still be great i just yeah it didn't blow me away with excitement
1: um yeah no I, i'm still excited for it but yeah the like uh yeah the trailer didn't really you know get its uh hooks into me as i was hoping
0: yes um what have you, what have you been liking on twitter here <laughs> oh, so, so so sometimes Tim will tweet something from our Screams After Midnight account, which is at Screams Midnight. For those of you who don't know, and then he'll like it as himself. Also, the thing that he tweeted in this case, which I have just seen for the record, is about to record an episode with special guests at Wibble Eighty Nine, which is me. You know, the one who hosts the show. Special guest, you.
1: Hey, hey, <laughs> if you if you tweet something that you genuinely like there's nothing wrong with liking it <laughs> you shouldn't like shame people
0: <clears throat> there actually no i like i like when you like your own tweet from the screams account tim because you, obviously we don't get a, a notifications for our own tweets from screams after midnight so <laughs> if you like it then we get a notification for the like and i know you've tweeted something and i can i can keep an eye on you so whenever I tweet something that is intentionally making fun of Tim I always make a point of liking it (laughs) so that Tim definitely sees it later
1: on well it's a pleasure to have you on the show today (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh dear oh dear oh Kevin Conroy is going to play Bruce Wayne in uh, the Crisis crossover that's fun
1: oh cool I wonder if he'll uh how he'll do
0: in the role. <laughs> uh, live action will be interesting because mm-hmm. he's never done that. I don't think, as far as, as far as I know. Uh, Satire pilot looks looks decent, but the trailer didn't blow me away. But I'm still kind of excited yep. though to see see how the, the movie shakes up. Yep. Um So I I, do you know what I think Joe, you know I think it was missing for me is it I just I felt like there was like almost no visual style
1: to it. That's fair. From, yeah. From the well, like the. Especially, uh, you don't really get any of it until like the very end. Once like the title comes up, it is very like, you know, stylized. Like there's lots of like colors and like you know it's bouncing around, and this it almost looks like kind of like punk rock or something. Like uh, I, I wish there was more evidence of that in the actual movie itself.
0: Yeah, yeah the movie looks very just kind of typical comedy. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll, I mean, we'll see if that's just misrepresented in the trailer or not. And then the final thing we're going to talk about news-wise today, uh, last trailer is for Little Monsters, which is Laputa Nyong'o uh, in a horror comedy against a zombie horror comedy, a rom-zom comedy. <laughs> that's funny. I was thinking simple water, but that was funny. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you. <laughs> i glad you, uh, you, you, just, you. You acknowledge that after the fact. Uh, so yeah, so little lot of monsters. Um, Nyong'o plays a kindergarten teacher and she's got the kids out on a little field trip and zombies <coughs> appear and it's basically a comedy about her protecting her kids uh, and try to sing them, you know, sing to them, keep them happy and not, not feel scared mm-hmm. but she's also running around like uh, axing zombies in the face and things like that. Mm-hmm. Josh Gad's in there as well as kind of this over-the-top... Um, scared dude who works at the place it's like, it's like a summer camp or something like that at. I don't know Yeah. Um,
1: what did you think of the trailer uh, I mean I, I told you before that I'm just like I'm so done with like these zombie comedy movies Um but is this a sequel to our zombie land 2 discussion from last last i mean it's it's not far off but yeah um but i will admit though i think the trailer um actually did look a little better uh than i was thinking i was like okay like there's an actual premise to this that like um it, it could be good and you know it's not just like some dumb like Hey, this, but with zombies, like, okay, that this maybe might be something a little more yeah, interesting start, that I haven't seen before. It
0: starts off a little bit rough because it's just like soldiers talking about the zombies and it's, yeah. just, it's just like every other zombie comedy you've ever heard of, but yeah. I think the two things I like about this trailer is, one, that the core premise of the movie seems to be her trying to convince the kids that there's nothing actually wrong, even though there's a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. happening. That could be funny, potentially, yeah. um, and that, that has been the, the core mechanic of your movie. It makes it different from a lot of every other zombie comedy. Um I think the thing I like about the trailer itself though, to, just to compare it to the other trailers, not, not including The Lighthouse, but comparing it to uh, um, certainly uh, Satanic <clears> Panic because it's also a horror comedy, is that I think this had like uh, a nice wraparound concept for the trailer which is she has she, she's just singing to them and the song keeps playing throughout the trailer and it kind of runs with that theme throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah. So it, it felt like a more coherent, like put together, thought out trailer in that sense. Mm-hmm. am i excited for the movie i wouldn't
1: say that necessarily um mm-hmm. yeah like uh, i yeah I, I wouldn't say i'm like oh man i'm like pre-ordering my tickets now but also it, it's not something that like i'm gonna be mad when i have to see like i'm like okay no I'll, I'll go see this when it comes out i'm sure it'll be fun but yeah i'm not like counting down the days or whatever
0: what was the last <laughs> movie uh, i'm thinking in the theaters that i made you go see that you were unpleased about before the before the fact
1: uh i mean <laughs> I, I i usually do get uh excited <laughs> for most things um i well we didn't see it in theaters but i, I wasn't like super excited when we had to watch the prodigy
0: <laughs> yeah i wasn't uh, looking forward to that either i
1: <laughs> I, I that's I, the first <laughs> thing that comes to mind but like i'm sure there's others
0: oh my god i'm trying to think because Every so often I'll need to see a movie in the theatre for this show and I am absolutely like miserable that I have to pay for a ticket for a movie <laughs> knowing that I'm going to hear it. Like, Because um, Annabelle Comes Home wasn't that because that, that seemed like it might be decent. Um, yeah. but there was, like, that, at
1: least something like that year. Like you're kind of curious about. Like You're yeah. like, alright, like it might not be good but at least I'm interested to see what it is going to be.
0: Oh, I will say I was really miserable going to Pet Cemetery this year. I, I Like, before I went into that, I was like, oh, I thought totally I'm going to like this. I, it's, like, longer than it should be. I'm expecting to not like it.
1: I was definitely miserable coming out of that. One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As was I. I was miserable going into it. I was miserable during the film, and I was miserable <laughs> coming out of the film. <laughs> uh,
1: I will say with Little Monsters, though, uh, there was, like, a part at, uh, at the end of the trailer that I'm like, well, this seems like... A- like something that would have been better <laughs> revealed in the movie. Like, uh, hmm. if it's like, I don't know. I, I know it's just a nature day with, uh, you know, uh, people spoiling stuff in trailers, but uh, it was like a, a big kind of part that I was like, huh, I'm surprised they're giving that away.
0: Yeah, it no, harms at times. Um, it just, just, I just want to make a point about something I just said about Pet Cemetery is I know that some people <laughs> if you say that you didn't look forward to a movie going in, they'll tell you that oh well you you had a bias going in there, and you were never going to like it because you made your mind up, I'm like no, it, like you can't say about every movie that I think looks bad <laughs> Yeah. sometimes, yeah, sometimes no. movies surprise me and I'm like you know what, that was actually much better than I thought, that happens sure. that totally
1: happens yeah. I mean, and to be fair, I was very excited going in and then <laughs> ended up hating <laughs> it, so Exactly. So, we, we had
0: multiple levels of the spectrum. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, but that, I believe, does bring an end to this week's edition of the horror movie juicy, bloody, gory Splatterfish news. I hope that news was exciting, but now <laughs> we can get on to talking about the movie. We'll start spoiler-free. We'll give you warning in the middle before we go into spoilers. Uh, the Intruder is a film where a young couple um, who, who... Scott. Scott? Yeah. So, oh, you're that right. The... Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, Annie and Scott. Yes. Uh, Megan Good being being Annie. Um, who I've I have known her. I mean, Dennis Quaid, who's like the, the villain character. Like, I've known him in a few things. Megan Good, I I I remember from like my childhood because she was in my cousin Skeeter, which I caught occasionally. That's hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that was a Nickelodeon show. I say. Skeeter was a
1: character on Doug but <laughs> nah it wasn't I the same
0: car- it wasn't the same character it was, yeah. it, it was it was one of those shows where one character just happened to be a puppet uh, the, the titular My Cousin Skeeter the hell <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. was this was a <laughs> sure. thing alright fine <laughs> Megan
1: Good the star of Saw 5 this was like uh, what this show would have been like 68,
0: 69? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a. contemporary kid, <laughs> it was a contemporary
1: show when I was like eight through twelve or something
0: like that. It was something in that range. Oh, it's in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm younger than you, yes, smelly face. Dare <laughs> you?
1: Dare you? You're the old man here, not me. <laughs> Alright, Well, we'll let our uh, patrons decide that. What, what? What? They don't
0: get. They don't purchase the right to dictate my age. Dare you? Um, that said, if it's if that's appealing to any of you, I'll I'll put a new high tier. <laughs> I'll let you. Uh, I, you know, I learned this week that there was a guy who sold off his life for for like shares, like to shareholders. Trilly? Yeah. He, he okay. sold out. He sold uh two two hundred thousand shares of his body for one dollar a piece. And I'm not sure how it worked after that. Like, if they if they had to like get together and decide like what he would do with his life or vote on what he was doing, but it was just the thing. They're making <laughs> okay. a, they're making a TV show about it, which is why I heard about it. But uh, <laughs> it, was, it was amusing to me. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not quite ready to do that, but um, I, I'll I'll I'll,
1: I'll, seen... I'll do embarrassing shit for money. Sure, why not? I've seen people that um. I forget the exact uh website but th- there was a, a website where uh people can go to buy and sell souls <laughs> like <laughs> oh <laughs> and it, dear. And it was like funny because like you know some are just very like you know people will be like all right you want my soul I'll give you like 20 bucks but then like some people are like uh you know, I I'm a a clean spirit. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I've, you know, lived like a good faithful life or whatever. So uh, I think I have a very good soul. So I'm looking for five hundred thousand dollars. Like, all right, okay, all right, all right.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to where to go with that. Um, you've, you've, you've dumbfounded me, Tim. Um, as you said, although in my head I want to do a a thing there where I'm like. Uh, we will tear your soul apart right <laughs> but then in comes yep. the second character he goes we're just a minute stranger I'll buy it at a high price you know <laughs> that was hard to do because I wasn't one of his like, I feel like I, I can do a decent impression of the merchant from Resident Evil 4 but try to do a new sentence that I've never heard him say yeah. that came out sounding a little, a little bit weird um, <laughs> what are you buying stranger Ha <laughs> ha thank you anyway um, so Yes, they're true there. So this young couple, Megan Good and Michael Ely, play these two characters, Annie and Scott, who go, you know, they're in the city but they want to, he's just got a promotion or whatever, they're celebrating and they want to move out to a big house so they can raise a family and they they go out and Dennis Quaid, his character, Charlie Peck, uh, he owns this house and it's, you know, it's out in the, out in the country, you know, a lot, a lot of forest behind the house and Uh he's kind of a weirdo, he's out hunting deer, right after they're admiring the deer. Uh Bambi's mom gets it in the head. Uh but she probably had it coming, so I mean it's fine. Um with
1: the uh yeah, that introduction scene to Dennis Quaid's character was uh hysterical, I thought. It's pretty funny. There was a weird edit in the scene I thought as well, where
0: um when you hear the gunshot, it cuts to their reaction, but it kinda misses the start of the reaction, so it feels really awkward. Mm. It feels like we jump in like when they're already, like, mid-reaction. And if, yeah. If, if, it, the timing feels off. It's weird. It's very, very strange. And he comes, is like, Whoa, 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 I mean you no harm, I mean no harm. Um, yeah, I'm just hunting deer. I'm just hunting deer. You know, there's a, there's a bounty on the deer because they keep, they keep ruining uh, lawns and stuff. Um, <laughs> How about I show you the house? Uh, so he shows them around the house. They, they, they buy the house um, mm-hmm. because Megan Good really wants it. And they're like, Okay, great, we've got this house now. But... The premise of the film is that this uh, Charlie Peck keeps showing up at the house even though he doesn't live there anymore. He you know, shows up to, to mow the lawn, he shows up there to show them where the Christmas decorations are, he shows up and just offers help constantly even though he says he was moving to Florida. So this is just kind of you know, the movie. Um, and of course he keeps turning up, It gets a bit more tense and like, as what's, what's his intentions, the husband's a bit more creeped out by him. Um, and from there it goes, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it there, and we'll get into the rest uh, plot-wise and spoilers. Um, what I will say is that I wanted to r- joke about this being kind of a remake of another movie. Um, I can't know until spoilers, not because it spoils uh, the movie that I want to reference, but because it spoils this movie. Because the other movie that I want to reference, it's not a spoiler, because it's like in the title and it's like the, just the premise of the movie. In this movie, it's a twist. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going. To,
0: I'm going to keep it to myself until spoilers. But I just want to. I just want to make make it very clear that this movie's kind of a remake. Uh, not really. It's it's one of those things where the premise is just so similar that whatever you know. Yeah. I, I don't believe they were knocking off this Gary Busey classic when, <laughs> when when they were making this. Yeah. Uh, but the parallels are there. That's all I'm saying. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we we have um we have the setup um. And I guess, you know, I'll just ask the questions. since so I've given the I've laid down the premise. I've laid it down like well-laid pipe, right? <laughs> right, well-laid pipe. It's been laid. Mm. Tim. Yeah. How do you feel about... <laughs> not 1989's Intruder starring... Uh, uh, the the Rameys and with the Bruce Ramey Campbell, because we like that movie a lot. I, I enjoy Intruder quite a bit. That was a good slasher movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do one. you feel
1: about 2019's <clears throat> The Intruder? Um. So, it, you know, it's definitely not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. I think. And, we, and
0: we've seen you stretch that imagination
1: in past. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, I mean, what's going to. Uh, really make or break the movie is just how crazy Dennis Quaid <laughs> can get in it, uh, and he does get pretty crazy. Um, the I still felt like though it was a little boring. Like um, there's definitely some, you know, out there Dennis Quaid scenes that are you know that made me laugh that I enjoyed, but then there's a lot of stuff kind of in between that you know is just boring and stupid like you know couple <clears throat> drama and like uh, uh, unnecessary sex scenes and stuff that i didn't like and then uh <clears throat> i th- th- there was a uh there was a pretty simple premise early on that i thought was dennis quaid's like motivation and then it kind of changes maybe like two-thirds of the way through and i really don't like the the kind of change they have in his character um see uh, the weird thing
0: is, is i don't even know if it's the same thing i'm thinking of because for me there was like a motivation they they bring in pretty late that made me yeah. laugh because it was actually far more simple and weird than anything else that was supposed to be a motivation beforehand but
1: yeah, uh, yeah. we'll get to it in spoilers we'll it. but uh yeah like there is there was definitely kind of like a, a change in what i thought was going on that i was like oh, i don't like that but it's um uh, there's like s- enough craziness in there where there was some like mild entertainment but um it, it wasn't as throughout like throughout the whole movie as I'd hoped so I, I wouldn't really say I-, I definitely didn't like it but there were like a few funny moments uh, here and there that at least made it you know not like totally you know agonizing to watch
0: yeah I I think for me like because we're recording this in the same day we did curse of Llorona. Um, and I know that went up last week when this goes up, so I can, I can, I can reference that. Um, <laughs> I like this more than that.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll say that <laughs> for much. Sure.
0: Um, sure. but yeah. I, I tend to concur with some thoughts is that Dennis Quaid doesn't get crazy often enough for it to be funny, um, yeah. often enough, but, um, there's a couple of, there's one or two scenes where he gets delightfully crazy and it's kind of like, okay, he's yeah. overacting and it's kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. The movie's too long. It's 100 minutes, hour 40, so it's at least 10 minutes too long, arguably 20. Definitely. Um, Definitely. <laughs> and so much of it is the character drama of of this married couple. And there's actually... There's a weird the extra thing they add in, like, just over halfway. Maybe It may even be two-thirds through. They add this mm. extra, th- like, marital problem that they've apparently had that was never brought up or implied <laughs> before that moment. Mm. And I thought that was kind of weird Uh, and tacked yeah. on. It was... <laughs> it was almost like they wanted to like give the idea that maybe annie might may actually be interested in this older dude who is yeah. is hanging around because because a lot of the movies the husband feeling threatened because he keeps being there and he clearly wants his wife uh for in his yeah. eyes um not that he's wrong because i mean we've seen the whole movie but <laughs> 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 you know just just really just really mm, yeah Lot, 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 lot of character drama which you know and i said this in the while you yeah. review actually if the character drama is good and it makes us care about the characters then great um but in this case it isn't it's very kind of you know by the numbers well, yeah. you know
1: i mean every character is so boring like the the only two people that really stand out are uh you know uh dennis quaid and um you know uh, scott's like Best friend character because he's like such like a an annoying over the top jerk <laughs> like sure you know yeah that he stands out a little bit but he's not even in the movie that much but uh, Joe- like ev- everyone else though is just kind of like you know very boring like you know I'm a I guess just kind of a person
0: in this movie. <laughs> I, I was actually surprised. They eventually actually said outright what what Scott's job was because early on when he gets a promotion, no one actually mentions what he works for, where you know what he does for a living. And they're like, oh you got the big account and they're all <laughs> cheering and he's like, oh you can buy a new house now. And I thought it was going to do that bad movie thing where we never really understand what he does for a living. It's just a generic no, he's successful in some sort of business. We don't know what the business yeah. is. <laughs> now we do actually find out uh you know he's in advertising at some point and we get a bit more scope for it which fine it was just the way they avoided telling us in the opening scene like when they were all celebrating made me think oh we're doing that thing we're we're doing the uh the, the room thing where tommy wise always got, <laughs> got a promotion and we don't know what he does
1: <laughs> but i landed the big account like the big account yeah that's right <laughs> i landed it
0: Good job. That sounds like
1: you'll get a promotion.
0: To reference uh, Birdemic here, (laughs) uh, hangs up phone. Yes. What what is it? I caught the big fish. The big fish? Yes. One million dollars. One million (laughs) dollars? Congratulations. I love it. so good. (laughs) Um. (laughs) What we're saying is, does this movie need to be more like Birdemic to to really hit it off? That's what we're saying.
1: Yeah, I I kind of feels like that's what they were banking on because I did see like a lot of articles and stuff like popping up, uh like when the trailer came out with people saying like, Oh my god, look at this crazy Dennis Quaid movie. Look how like over the top he's doing, he's going, like blah blah blah. And uh so I I feel like maybe that's what they were kinda Yeah, once they realized we don't really have that good of a movie, like, but maybe we can sell it as oh, this like crazy over the top bad movie, but it it doesn't get you know to that point enough like uh there's definitely like moments here and there where you see how it could be a fun bad movie and you know most of it is hinging on dennis quaid's performance he does these like really good like smiles and like (laughs) kind of like head tilts uh which are funny but it's not unfortunately it's not enough to kind of sustain the movie
0: yeah now little glimmers of hope it's not an offensively bad movie it's just like kind of you know like, I, I think... It feels like
1: a lifetime movie or something.
0: <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Mm. Um you know, there's no surprises really. Everything you think is yeah. going to happen probably happens and, and, and so on. Um and you know, the actors are, are fine. You know, like you know, it's yeah. not it's not bad performances necessarily. Um yeah. you almost wish Dennis Quaid just went crazy. But, yeah, I mean not even just that he went crazy. I think his performance is, is definitely uh, you know a bit over the top in places they're definitely going for him being kind of a psycho but I, at the yeah. same time like I really wish it was written to make really take more use of that like uh, like you said they, they probably just realised they could try and sell it as that after the fact where I wish they went no this is the movie we're making we're, we're, going, to, we're going to do yeah. De- <laughs> crazy Dennis Quaid he's going to say and do things that are like really uncomfortable and bizarre and weird and uh, you know bursts of violence in fact one of the very few bursts of violence in the movie that you see from actually isn't real it's just him imagining that he's doing it
1: um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: it's, and it's a good moment when you think it's happening for a second um yeah. but of course it's, it's too early in the film to actually to go through with it because we have to keep the pretense that he's a nice you know neighborly man up yeah. until a point
1: and uh, it's also like uh i don't know i feel like there's kind of like weird plot holes like when you find out like some information <clears throat> towards the end i'm like but wait a minute how does like this person know this and um I don't know. This is some really weird stuff going on that just doesn't play out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as vague as possible. Um, but no, it's um, yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's uh, it was as fun as uh, it could have been.
0: I, are we going to get any horror movies this year, uh, Although in Midsummer? Obviously, which we, we praised quite heavily. Uh, where we don't sit here and go, "Oh, it was gonna meddle and it wasn't good." Wish we were getting I mean, better uh, movies. <laughs>
1: well, I, I do think um, there there has been some highlights this year. Like obviously Midsummer. Uh, I think you know um, we disagreed like a little bit, but I I really do like us. I I think us was really really well, no, good. I mean uh-huh. Oz is a pretty good movie. Like,
0: I, like my mild <laughs> reservations about a couple of plot details are... are, are it's, it's head and shoulders above most of the things we've watched this year. Um, no. And I actually quite like Happy Death Day too, but obviously. Tim wasn't <laughs> yeah. as into that. And arguably not really that much of a horror movie, but
1: still. Um, sure. It's what it is. Um, I, I think there is a few that uh, we haven't covered yet that could be possible bright spots, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, overall, it definitely doesn't seem like a yeah, which um, but, overly packed year.
0: Which, by the way, there's a couple of movies coming up in the next few months where, once again, we're getting movies at different release states in, like, a month apart. Um, Which, unfortunately, means that almost every big movie this year, with the exception of, like... I mean, I think It we get at the same time at Chapter 2.
1: Okay. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: But ready or not, we're not getting at the same time. We're going to have to wait until home video. <laughs> Um, that looks really good it does look fun uh, <laughs> and then the other one's uh, scary stories to tell in the dark we've got like two or three weeks between those um oh, bummer. so yeah again home video. so hopefully we can get to them by the end of the and, year so we can
1: yeah it, and the thing that sucks is like i don't know i feel like everything leaves the theaters so quickly especially like when you have like um you know i really really wanted to go see uh, a crawl uh, but mm. it's just you know one of those situations where like you know oh I missed it the first week but I'll try to catch it the next weekend, and it was like you know the, I missed it the second weekend but then after that it was just like not even playing anymore <laughs> like yeah I I find it with horror so movies
0: horror movies especially I find you will get one week of decent shows and then you'll get one week after that where that it'll have like one late nighttime show in a day and then that'll be it will yeah. be gone after two weeks that that is yeah. But the exception of the biggest, like, It Chapter 2 may last around a bit longer because it made such, you know, the first one made so much money, but most horror movies tend to go very quickly, unfortunately. Yeah. It sucks, it sucks. Luckily, the the, the VOD window is getting smaller and smaller as time goes on, so (laughs) uh, it doesn't take too long. Hopefully hopefully nothing comes out after like, October that we (laughs) want to get in by the end of the year, because it'll be pushed to January. Um... But yeah, um, so I guess we'll get a spoiler warning. Let's talk about The Intruder, uh, you know, full spoilers. Um, Like, I guess we talk about some highlights. We talk about Dennis Quaid's character more than anything, because he's the most interesting part of the movie. Um, I I thought it was weird how, like, so early on he keeps showing up and it's like he's he's not willing to leave the house. He still has ownership of it or whatever. He still feels like it's his. But obviously, it very quickly becomes no he's he's got feelings he's 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 got an obsession over Annie over Megan good's character, and yep. it's going down that path, and I'm like, you know whatever fine um and there's there's hints later on that maybe his wife didn't die of natural causes, maybe he killed her whatever blah 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 mm. uh, the the thing about the movie though that really weirded me out or not weirded me out, but like struck me as very odd. Is at the end of the film and he's went full-on like attack her and he's like grabbing her and pinning her down and, and whatever he does yeah. see he, he actually says things uh where he's where it becomes clear that that it is the house like he he starts talking about how no like this is my house i i can't let anyone ruin it i will make sure because if I the scene that really told this to me is, is when um what's his face scott uh, he finds out who his daughter is and where his daughter is and he phones the Mm. daughter and the daughter says and i was expecting the daughter to say no he's crazy he gets obsessive about women or whatever no Mm. she says no he loves that house and anything that comes in between him and that house is in danger Mm. and i'm like wait so it's literally the house is the motivation for everything he's doing like and even the way he was with his wife Mm. that his wife get in the way so she so he Mm. shot her in the mouth with a shotgun
1: so, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is what it was kind of driving me crazy because I do like the idea of him being obsessed with the house. And, like, I think they should have, <clears throat> like, showcased it more. Like, the first scene where they have him just mowing the lawn, like, you know, that's kind of weird. But, you know, I, I think, you know you can still kind of see it. Like, okay, fine, whatever. But then, like, I feel like they kind of should have escalated it from there. Like, then maybe show him actually inside the house maybe doing some type of cleaning or, you know, um, like, replacing – maybe, like, a, a painting they put up or something with something else, like...
0: I mean, uh, we we know he sneaks in at one point and turns the TV off. Like yeah. That, that's one thing. Actually, at one point, uh, once the husband is starting to feel like he's hanging around too much, he puts in a security mm-hmm. system, he gets a security company to come out and put in security cameras... Which, by the way, never is brought up again or is relevant oh, yeah, to anything else in the film doesn't ever. Doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> there's not, there's never a single shot of like footage from a security camera or them being aware of someone or something happening outside because of a security camera. Uh, it's never a factor. Yeah.
1: So, like, like at first you're thinking that, uh, it, yeah, it, it's so strange because I, I do like that idea of him more just being wanting to help around the house and like, you know, stop anyone from you know uh, making changes to it but then like you said uh at one point it kind of flips and it seems like all he really cares about is Andy. and that's when i like really like lost interest i was like oh, i don't want him to be like creepy trying to you know get this girl and uh as they actually do like some really like gross like shots where it's just like him and you just hear his like breathing and he's like staring and then yeah, yeah and, you know, towards the end, Th- he, you know, he starts to get like a little rapey and stuff. Like that stuff, I really didn't like. I wish it would have been just like strictly the house.
0: Yeah, it kind of flushed back to the house. Uh, I will say though that, that this they go full crazy rapist though when he starts just licking her. Um, like he's, yeah. he's licking her like <sighs> chest and her her chin uh, when she's yeah. passed out. Um, that that was like. That scene, because it was, the it was, that was probably the craziest to got. The look in his face as he was licking her uh, yeah, was, was proper so crazy Dennis Quaid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the big twist is, though, is that there's like a linen closet in the, in the hall, mm-hmm. which actually has a secret door behind it, which leads to a, a, a basement area, which he didn't know about, where he's been staying. So the, the twist is, is that he has literally been living in the house <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. So... I was referring to earlier, of course, the Gary Busey classic Hider in the House, where he yeah. hides in a family's attic and pretends to be this nice neighbour who keeps coming around to help, and he has a thing for the for the wife, and he's trying to uh, woo her and steal it from her husband. That is the plot of this movie. It, it is Dennis Quaid trying to woo and steal <laughs> and Megan Good, and he's secretly living in the house. The only difference is, is that we don't know he's living in the house until the last act. It's a reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way I thought it was weird how like, she finds this she goes down, she sees the bed and she, she, she's sort of creeping around and she sort of like realises that it, it exits out of the the garden shed and she's sort of poking her head out and she sees Dennis Quaid like you know fixing his hair in the, the car I thought it was weird how he just notices her and it immediately begins a chase I thought why not play yeah. with this a little bit why not play with the idea that she knows this is here and try and have her like just convince him to leave pretending that everything's okay but not yeah. like this you know
1: there's also a really weird reaction when he first notices her because he says like no but like i don't know they it almost sounds like demonic or something the way he says it i don't know if they like did an effect on his voice or if he just like went like said it in a really weird way but like i rewound it like two or three times to (laughs) double check and i was like it's it sounds very strange when he first knows her
0: very odd very 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 Mm -hmm. odd um yeah, so, I thought that was strange. Um, like I said, the security camera's never become a factor. Like, it's weird. It feels yeah. like they're setting up a plot beat that'll be really important later on, and it never comes up. Um, and yeah, he chases her knocks her out, and they have a bit of a struggle, and, you know... But that, that all everything we're talking about here, all, all this stuff where he's chasing her through the secret secret rooms, uh, where he's licking her, where the, the fighting really happens, this is all in the last, like, 20 minutes. The yeah. first hour and 20 minutes, because it's an hour 40 long, um so too long like i said um most of that is just he keeps coming over being nice the husband gets kind of weird and jealous about it uh, not that he's in the wrong because he's like it's weird that the guy keeps coming over but yeah um but we just kind of do that stuff on a loop for a while um although there is one weird like i say it's sort a of tangent at one point where um the husband's at work and the client for this like advertising account uh kind of invites him to a bar she's clearly attracted to him and he goes to the bar and he sends her a text and i'm working late i'll you know i'll be back later uh I'll, I'll be back later don't you know wait up and okay we, we know what he's doing we know that he's, he's potentially being really scummy here um but she reacts to this really badly and i thought is she overreacting here but then she makes it clear that no the one time that he's texted her saying that he's going to be late uh, is a time that he did cheat on her uh, before they got married and this is never referenced or mentioned or do even think i don't think it was implied at any point before this in the movie
1: i mean the the only other thing is that they had that scene at the ice cream shop where she got mad because you know she thought he was flirting with the girl which i guess maybe he was but like yeah you're right now i i'll be honest i completely forgot about that scene you're right so it it is such like a weird like out of nowhere scene and like you said uh everything before this like you are led to believe that this is like the perfect couple yeah like, the happiest the, yeah yeah so Um, like there's no seed so when it just comes up it's just kind of like oh i guess this is an issue okay
0: so my complaint then isn't about this point in the movie it's about the ice cream scene because it's the same complaint (laughs) is that before that there's no hint that there's anything going on or that they've got
1: a problem um and it's like super weird like the way it's kind of i don't know like filmed and stuff like it just is so strange and
0: the only thing i can think of is that they wanted to like tease to the audience that maybe if dennis Quaid isn't a crazy man maybe she actually will be it because they have a scene where she's talking to her friend and they talk about how he's attractive for an older man and how he's got that kind of like man's manliness of like what the grandfather's (laughs)
1: weird way to put it that's (laughs) That's exactly how the characters describe it but it's like okay and uh, and i do think it is like um like Dennis Quaid obviously he's like yo, know, in good shape for his age and I think from a distance you know he can he does still look handsome but when you do get up really close like you can really see his age so I think it it, it is strange uh I don't know for these characters to be like you know like I don't know I think he's kind of hot it's like really I don't
0: know yeah but I it's mean to, to be fair in the context of the conversation they're just they're just talking about you know nothing that's yeah. going to happen they're, they're just sort of you know it's, it's an innocent conversation about yeah. a person right um and i'm just checking i'm curious dennis quaid was born in 54 so he uh would be 65 five yeah 65
1: um yeah. Yeah, he's an older dude now yeah so I, I guess not too bad i just i don't know like when they would do like close-ups and stuff and i just felt like it really was like Oh yeah, he's he's old for sure. Sorry, Dennis. Uh,
0: too many wrinkles for Tim. He's not into you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give me Randy any day. Um, but give you heard? Uh, Randy, Randy Quaid. Oh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then that's the other thing that was like kind of annoying in the, in the movie, which, uh, you, like you said, I, I think it's because they're trying to set up this whole like i don't know maybe they would be better together kind of thing but like the wife is just so overly nice like to the point where it's just like so unrealistic like this guy that's kind of being creepy and won't leave and you invite him like to thanksgiving dinner like i i will i will buy
0: up until that point up until that point he's he's not being too bad and she does just try to be nice What got me, though, is that by the time the husband does want to, like, kind of warn him and say, stay away from my wife, is she still sort of mouthing sorry to him? (laughs) Like, I'm like, at this point, he has crossed so many lines that you should not be even thinking about his feelings at this point. Like, yeah, it's it's done.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little too much, and it's too weird. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It it feels like it's just happening so the plot can keep moving exactly the way that it wants to move, Uh, not because it makes any sense. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of shots where like you know, they'll be walking about in the house in the dark, and then there'll be like, a, a flash of light, and you'll see Dennis Quaid standing in the background. Yeah. Um, You have the best friend, Mike, uh, who's basically mm. just there to be a bit of a dick, but also so we can actually have someone be murdered, because there's not many yeah. people that he can kill, so he's the only one that actually gets killed. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he stabs him in the stomach with an axe. Um, mm. But... uh yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of awkward moments where he comes out of the house after they've moved down and he's like oh what happened to the tapestry that was here oh I, you know what like that, that really put the house together that was a, was a really nice thing he's like well it's my house now and i put up this yeah. painting and it's i like this painting
1: and, so and there's like some good like reaction shots to like uh you know dennis where yeah i, I feel like you just kind of see him like with his vacant stare in his eyes, just, like, this really, like, forced-on smile. Almost seemed, like, Joker-like in some mm. instances. You mean, like, when Mike's pissing <laughs> on the lawn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like,
0: you're pissing on my lawn.
1: It, it was funny, like, during that scene uh, when, yeah, he, like, you know goes off to, uh, you know, take a piss or whatever, and, uh, and like, my reaction was, like, this is pretty messed up. Like you just buy a new house and you invite your friends over and they go, uh, just like go to the bathroom, uh, like on the, on the lawn. And then it's funny as they bring it up later. Yeah.
0: They do pull them up for it. Yeah. When they've yeah. been the there's like, there's like four bathrooms in this house. Come on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, that's another thing with like these kind of movies is, uh, it, they can end up being like a little dull. Cause, yeah like you know they they don't really get a chance to do that much violence or have that much body count or anything to them i want to,
0: uh, I want to talk about a, uh, a sin i saw you tweeting that you saw a sin with pizza and i'm sure you'll tell us about it yes um uh, yes. but i've got a cardinal <laughs> sin about their tv okay so many people think it's a good idea to have your TV above your fireplace. I'm going to tell you right now, it's too high. You want your TV <laughs> eye level, right? I don't want to be craning my neck up to look at your stupid TV. It's too high. You say, "Oh, looks good," because it's like neatly over the, the fireplace. No, 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 no. Lower down. It's a bad place mm-hmm. for it. It's a poor place for it. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs>
1: eye that's level.
0: Fair. Eye level, people. You want it dead ahead mm-hmm. for eye level
1: yeah uh yeah that's uh that's a, that's a good point uh if you want to talk about the the pizza scene th- this is <laughs> yeah, similar to your tv this drove me crazy um I, so I, I was actually
0: but, looking for this because i saw your tweet before i watched that i was like well, oh i'm gonna look for this pizza scene like what was it <laughs> are they gonna eat pizza with a cutlery are they gonna eat pizza <laughs> uh you know crust first like what are they gonna do what's gonna happen
1: so uh he you know uh so uh Scott's in the hospital so you know dennis quaid comes come oh, just, oh.
0: just for the record because dennis quaid ran him off the road when he was jogging
1: <laughs> in a very very uh how would you call it uh just like an undramatic scene like I, yeah. I feel like we're so used to this kind of like When you see like someone run someone over in a movie, it's always like a very like jarring, like impactful thing. This kind of just felt like the truck just kind of nudged him and then he fell down (laughs) like like the truck wasn't really going that fast, just kind of like bopped him on the side. And, you know, obviously a huge piece of machinery is going to, you know, even if it doesn't look like super impactful, uh, you know, it's going to do a lot of damage. But still, just the way it looked, it just felt like very like not that big a deal. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: I uh, was see. Anyway, pizza. What happened to pizza? All right. So then, uh, Dennis Quaid comes over and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I heard about Scott. Uh, you know, I I brought a pizza over. Uh, I just put everything on it. You can just pick off what you don't like." <laughs> I was like, "Are you freaking serious? Like, I would have thrown the pizza in your face in the person's face. Like, that is the worst way to make a pizza. First of all, like." everything that's just way 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 too much that's gonna weigh the pizza down um you know that's gonna be like way too messy uh and then like uh, uh, like i admit like i'm kind of like a picky eater and it, you know and it is it can be annoying and stuff but like you know, when you don't, like, like there's certain stuff that, yeah, you could just pick off, but then there's a lot of stuff that's going to get under the cheese, uh, that's going to be, you know, really hard, uh, that's going to have, like, a baked-in smell, like, to the uh-huh. pizza, that it it's, even if you pick it off, it's not going to be the same. It's, I, I, it's just...
0: I completely agree with you, Tim. Um, that...
1: But think about it, though. If you have two choices where, all right, I don't know what this person likes, I can either go a simple route and just get a plain cheese, because... Everyone's always fine with that or I can go the route where I get everything and then they can try to figure out (laughs) what they like like what I mean obviously he's an insane person like but, (laughs) but you know like why would you do that it's just so so crazy. Oh, yeah. my God, I was God. fuming. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so trying to, like, pick
0: off mushrooms on a pizza. Oh, no, there's too much.
1: Now, no, it, it, yeah, it's too... It, it's going to be, like, it's going to be inside. It's going to be baked there. You're yeah. going to lose a lot of cheese because, you know, mm-hmm. the cheese is going to come off with it. And then, you know, if you if you really don't like something... Like, there's some stuff that's fine. It's like, oh, I don't like this. Just whatever, like, you know, boom, it, it's off. But then, yeah, there is other stuff that, you know, it's just, like, the... The oils and the scent just gets baked into the pizza. So even if you, yeah, take the mushroom off, you're still getting this hint of mushroom that yes. is no
0: good. You're getting the essence <sighs> of mushroom. I don't want the essence of mushroom on my on yeah. my pizza. Thank you very much.
1: Um, so this should have been the turn in the movie. Like this is when a light bulb should have gone over her head, where she's like, "This guy's <laughs> insane. I'm not safe with this man."
0: Uh, Tim. Does it upset you that I've given up pizza, Tim? Is that like... You'll be back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You'll be back.
0: (laughs) I don't know, Timmy. I don't
1: know. Uh, What, do you want to live forever? Come on. (laughs) Just past 50. My goals are reasonable. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I I love pizza, but I mean, I don't have it as often (laughs) as I, I wish. It's, you know, it's becoming less of a, you know, you can't really do it like weekly <laughs> you know like but every now and again it's fine
0: uh-huh. mm-hmm. i understand <laughs> i understand uh yeah uh, so pizza and uh tv of a fireplace gate uh has, has come to a close <laughs> um so good good to know um, i yeah I, and we're talking about stupid stuff like this because the movie's not that interesting to
1: talk about like we you know they the, that's the thing is it should be crazier like, when you watch the trailer and you look at Dennis Quaid's performance, you think, oh, this is, like, a nutso movie. But the, the sad thing is it's just – there's a lot of stuff like this that's just not, you know, fun or interesting. It's just there's a lot of boring in between, like, the few moments here and there where you're yeah. like, okay, that's kind of fun. That's funny.
0: There's, there's so many scenes in this movie where he'll come over – uh and you'll be making small talk with with megan good and it'll be going kind of okay the husband's not around and then she'll eventually say oh do you want to go over for thanksgiving or later on when he's coming over and she's looking at the christmas lights and she's putting them up uh, outside uh, she's like hey do you want to help you know she'll she'll offer him a bone she'll throw him a bone and yeah. he'll get involved and they'll end up you know sitting having drinks together or whatever but this happens a few times where she'll extend an olive branch and he'll become more involved and whatever um either that or the husband's there and he's kind of annoyed as it's happening uh at least in the yeah. first half and in the second half you'll tell him to go away kind of thing mm-hmm. um and there's a whole thing as well where uh, the husband doesn't like guns um because uh, his brother yeah. was oh, yeah. shot as a kid this was
1: like a this was like another crazy thing that was just like all right so this probably would have been interesting to know like <laughs> at some other point in the movie
0: because we find that right. you find this out like halfway through because uh Dennis Quaid is walking about with a hunting rifle and he doesn't like guns and um, and obviously you're thinking okay so that's, that's that's the main couple in this film are black maybe they're, they're going to try and shoot for some themes um, because Dennis Quaid's white maybe they're gonna do something with the guns and the idea and he mentioned his brother was shot in the street you know maybe it doesn't say it was by a police officer but maybe maybe you could read into that if you wanted to Um I don't think the film does anything with it like the film the fact that he's uh, doesn't like gunsmen in his house seems to be nothing more than something else that he is mad about when Dennis Quaid's around because it's something it's another line that he's crossing as opposed to it actually really having much to do with his character because ultimately all it really builds up to is the final moment where after they've tackled Dennis Quaid and they've got him kind of injured um you know Megan Good makes the choice when she's on the phone of the police to say that my husband shot an intruder even though he's not yeah. done it yet um, and you know uh, scott points the gun at him and, yeah. you know and the, the movie cuts to black as the, the gunshot goes mm-hmm. off um and i you know it's like i'm looking for something the movie's trying to say like about the characters like you know about them yeah. like making this choice to like take take out their vengeance or like make sure he's just gone before they you know <clears throat> instead of like just going going by the book I don't think there yeah. is though. I, I think its maybe just be a typical movie ending where're like, oh no, hurrah, they beat the bad guy. they beat the villain.
1: yeah, I mean, it, it might have more relevance if he actually really cared that much about the character, but yeah, as it stands, it's just kind of like a all right, fine. <laughs> you know, it's who cares? <laughs> I like
0: I that to say, like you know, I was searching for I was really searching the film for meaning at various points thinking that they might be trying to say something, and I don't think there ever really was. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really shallow movie that's just based on its one premise, and the premise could be fun, um, but sure. I would argue that if you want a fun version of this movie, go watch Hyder in the House, go watch Gary Busey, because mm. as good as Dennis Quaid might be trying to be the crazy guy, he ain't ever yeah. going to top Gary Busey. No, <laughs> he ain't ever going to top him. So yeah. that'd be my my recommendation, but I mean, mm. you know, you can. <laughs> You can, <laughs> you can uh say what you want um anything else you want to add about the movie <sighs> I,
1: i'm trying to think if, uh, if there's any other points i don't know The it was it was kind of weird the scene where he kills mike uh just because like he you know he notices him uh you know, outside, and then he chases him down. And then once he realizes, like, oh my god, it's you, uh, I, I didn't realize, and then they kind of like walk in there having like this long talk. And he's like, you know, you gotta be careful, like, I could have killed you, blah blah blah. And then you, you kind of get the idea of where it's leading up to, but it feels like it just takes so long to get there. Um,
0: yeah, I think the but, idea is that yeah. he's walking him away from the house just to make sure that no one will see it, yeah,
1: you know, or the, you know, that Megan Good won't <laughs> see it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the and the scene where he calls, uh, he finally is able to, you know, call and speak with uh, his daughter. Uh, it, I thought it was weird that, you know, she's like, oh, he, he killed my mother and then, you know, made it look like a suicide. But what, what I was trying to figure out I was like, all right, well, how does she know that? Like, did she specifically see that or like – did she is she just assuming that because she's like yeah i know my father is like shady so
0: i think the idea is that she she just knows how crazy her dad is and is making the 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 illogical assumption that that's what happened
1: but then also i think what's kind of shitty is like she gets upset though she's like you know like now leave me alone and don't ever call me again like wouldn't you be concerned for these people like wouldn't you be like Oh wait, why are you calling me about my dad? Is something wrong? Is he threatening you? Like you need to call the police now. Instead, she's like, "Don't call me." <laughs> like it was like kind of weird.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe she's been through a lot of shit. She's just got no time for compassion or empathy. Yeah. I, just... I. I guess. Yeah. yeah that's my guess. I, I. didn't think about this scene too much, if I'm honest. <laughs> I think, but no, this... that's fair. But right? but this point, I was like kind of like just glazed over, just watching the movie, kind of finish playing out. Um, yeah. Uh, so no nah, i mean you know I, I, it's one of those things where like it, th- this could be a fun b movie if it just veered into crazy and over the top a bit more um taking itself so seriously really hampers it um
1: yeah, yeah I, I think the two big things is you need to <clears throat> yeah focus on the crazy a little bit more and shorten it up like if it was a you know 85 90 minute movie uh that you know um uh, was a little faster paced and got a little crazier then yeah, it would have been a total fun B movie. As it is, it's kind of just a, you know, boring, mediocre movie with a few glimpses here or there of some fun. But I think part of the problem as well overall. is that
0: like Megan Good and uh the husband, they they can't see him being outright crazy until the movie's yeah. ready for them to know about that. So we only really get to see him be full on crazy when there's someone else around that isn't going to like, you know, someone separate like Mike, who he's the one who gets killed before she knows what's happening with him. Um, So because of that, you have a lot of scenes where, okay, he looks kind of crazy in the eye and he's doing these little smiles, but he can't Mm -hmm. actually act out in any way until quite far on into the movie. So it means that Mm -hmm. if the actual direction and characters aren't interested enough to hold your attention, you've got quite a long stretch of the movie before things get interesting exactly um, so yeah. that, that you know and that can work if you've got the right director you've got the right you know script you know making sure. it you know building it up a suspenseful uh, this yeah. movie is not that though uh not the worst thing ever it wasn't like painful to watch i mean i'll say that like
1: i mean yeah especially you know like you mentioned earlier we kind of watched it like not i mean at least for me like i didn't watch it like back-to-back with la llorona but you know (laughs) it was like pretty close you know within like the same kind of one or two day span and and compared to that i definitely had more fun with that but i
0: i did watch them back to back every week i tell myself i'll watch one of the movies like the night before maybe on friday (laughs) and every single week i end up watching them back to back on a sunday every single time (laughs) Yeah. And I always hate myself for. I'm always like, no, this is like, I'm on the crunch. I'm always crunching the two movies back to back. <laughs> Shouldn't do this, David.
1: Yeah. My uh, like my marathon, uh, you know, this weekend was uh, La La and then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> and then The Intruder. So oh, you're such a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which one I enjoyed the most. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't
0: get that for three weeks. Oh, I hate you so much. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh,
1: you know what's funny is I, I literally watched it in Hollywood, and uh, at one point they like cut to a shot of the theater I'm watching it in, which is kind of like surreal.
0: <laughs> uh, that's like Godzilla. Um, the original 1954 Godzilla premiered in a building that in the movie you see getting destroyed by Godzilla, oh, really? <laughs> uh, which they actually did again in the 1998 American one because it premiered in Madison Square Garden, and if you remember that movie, <laughs> the entire <Yeah. laughs> final act took place in Madison Square Garden. <clears throat>
1: And did you see the news that they're releasing all the uh, the Showa era Showa yeah and uh, Criterion, spine um, number
0: one thousand baby,
1: yeah kind of interested I kind I kind of like to see that because I haven't seen that many Godzilla movies but
0: uh
1: I've I've actually read more Godzilla comics than I've seen movies but I, I really like the comics
0: I have seen all but the last two movies in that box set so I can tell you that there is the, the original is a classic it's a masterpiece there's like three or four really good sequels in there there's a few middling ones that are kind of fun in places but not that great and then there's a few that are really bad and then there's like the one that's an outright clip show you can you imagine <laughs> when you pay for a movie and there's a clip show of previous movies <laughs> that'd be insane uh yep. but yeah one of them is a clip show so uh <laughs> technically i'd call it 14 movies and uh, a ripoff. <laughs> but
1: uh <laughs> i yeah I'll, I'll be tempted to check it out but uh Probably gonna depend on what the price is.
0: <laughs> well, uh, worth mentioning that in November you get the the sale at Barnes and Noble for Criterion's. If you it's true, if, yeah. so so that's right after it comes out because it comes out at the end of October. So okay. uh, I, I'd recommend uh, keeping an eye out for the deals okay. in November. So. Uh, cool. I guess we're done with the Intruder, I guess I don't have much yeah. much else to add on the on the movie. Um, so, of course, you can let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments and like and subscribe. Well, I gotta
1: give it a score, right?
0: It's a good point. I, <laughs> I the outro is the, the start of the plugging <laughs> and, and intruded upon the review itself. I apologize, <laughs> Tim. What are you giving the *Intruder*?
1: Uh, I'm gonna give it a 3.5 uh, like you said it's not the worst thing ever but there really isn't much to it there's a, a few uh, like you know Desquate's performance is you know good and there's some fun to it and there's like a, a few scenes here and there where I was laughing but unfortunately they're not kind of played up enough to you know bump it up to like oh man this is like a really bad but fun watch uh, so yeah 3.5 uh, unfortunately
0: yeah I, I'm gonna agree with that score actually I think 3.5 is exactly right um yeah you know, could have been maybe tempted to go to a four but I, I just not enough
1: yeah i was thinking about that a little bit but i think maybe if it was like a little shorter it wasn't as boring during parts i, I could easily see it be as a four maybe even a 4.5 but as it is yeah
0: not, not that that's swinging for the uh the fences but <laughs> um so yeah no so uh that's, that's a score uh, uh, patreon patreon.com is a big way that you can support us uh, obviously you can like and subscribe and you can do all those things and they do help you can rate the podcast on your apple podcast whatever podcast app you use um, but the main way that you can support us is financially, and that's at patreoncom TV where you can support us for as little as one dollar per month. And for that one dollar per month, uh, you get access to an exclusive episode uh, every month. Um, there's five of them in in the bank so far that you can check out on Patreon. Uh, you get a new one every month. Uh, we have done things such as A Scream Man, Blood Diner, uh, The Invisible Maniac, Demon Wind. <laughs> uh, you know, bunch of bunch of yeah. sort of wacky movies that are fun to talk about uh so you can do that for one dollar uh those higher tiers of course at the five dollar tier you get to vote in a movie every month and you get to uh to put movies into the crypt uh so you can so go we'll have a look at patreon see if you're interested and we are working towards a goal if we hit 250 uh we will start doing a monthly stream called streams after midnight which will be a mixture of different <laughs> things with me and tim just kind of hanging out once a month on live streams so uh if you want that uh, go and support us on patreon and make it make it a reality um Otherwise, you can actually send in questions to the show now uh, Mm -hmm. via email. You can do that in mftvquestions at gmail.com. You can Mm -hmm. send us bigger questions there. You can also send us questions, of course, on the Twitter, which is at Midnight, And you can follow that anyway just for uh, random nonsense from me and Tim, um, as we tend to do. Uh, Do that. Uh, Check out other shows we have in the network that are different from uh, Screams, such as the sci-fi movie podcast, the Atomic Cinema Experiment, which we typically refer to as the Ace uh you can check out that uh, similar in format to this show but uh, with me and tara and sci-fi movies um but of course no choppy mall because choppy mall as you know is more of a horror movie so no. that was that was on Not
1: screens true. after midnight <laughs> 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 only because there's there had been no ace yet, there yet but.
0: That is an interesting question if no, we, we, we if, if we had if we're doing that now and I, the, the question came up should we do choppy mall I wonder if Tim No, be like, no, that is an episode of the Ace, that is not a stream after midnight, I refuse, I refuse to accept that.
1: Honestly, it's just going to come down to if I want to do the movie or not, <laughs> I'll fight for it, but...
0: I'll, I'll tell you, I will tell you what movies are doing, Tim, and you will like it. Um but yeah so that is uh that has been uh what did we do the intruder <laughs> that has been <laughs> that has been the intruder episode of screams after midnight um so thank you once again for watching or listening we'll be back next time with something scary we record these episodes in advance and in order so i have no idea what's next so i can't tell you and i can't tease it or or whatever but just know that we are building up episodes to the October-thon 2019 and it'll be the biggest October-thon yet with the most episodes ever. Um, More bonus episodes for Patreon, more episodes for everyone, more episodes, more votes, more everything. October-thon's coming. It's true. <laughs> In like three months. Uh, so that is us. <laughs> Thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching the scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time. Uh...